0: everyone and welcome to another fun-filled episode of Black Girl Brunch. My name is Emon and I'm Sabria. And thank you guys so much for tuning in. You know, we edit third time uh, remote life. We got Eric on the line making sure the mic levels is popping. We got Sabria on the line. I say on the line because we're on you know, That's what's going on. Cool How are line. you?
1: Um I feel good. I'm happy that this moment has come. Um <laughs> uh, because like we said earlier, oh, might that we feel like we only have this podcast. Um why am I being weird? I don't know. Um currently my dog is crying outside of my door, so sorry if y'all hear that.
0: <laughs> oh, not Rocco crying. He can shut the fuck up. Thoughts and prayers to Rocca. Rocco. Rocco, <laughs> how stand up? No, um, I'm doing all right. I get yeah, my brain is actually like scrambled eggs right now, so there's that. But I'm just like <laughs> it doesn't matter. Like I'm just running on fumes, and you get what you get out of me. That's how I feel right now. Like, what am I supposed to do? Like create energy or something? Like it's not there. Exactly. So, you get what you get, and that's the. That's the end of that one. Fuck <laughs> absolutely nothing happened this last week besides, you know, just the, the regular day-to-day pandemic life. So we can just get into our fave four, right? Yes, we can get
1: get into it, my birth. Get into it. So this week,
0: uh our fave four are four um movies that shaped our identity. You Know four movies that really, really just it was like, oh, this is a turning point and how I look at things. So, you first.
1: So, mine, my list is a little interesting. Um, I obviously, needs some explanation. Yeah. So, I will say, um, why am I talking like this? It's just kind of fun, <laughs> but one of the first movies on my list is Elvira Mistress of the Dark. Um seeing that just being introduced to Elvira in general like shaped me as a human. I feel like um currently I am wearing a Elvira hoodie, like as I speak right now. Um, it's just that she was a different type of woman. Like, um she was uh like very if you know Elvira, you know that she's like very like gothy and like she's like the um the poster child for i mean she's the mother of goth bimbos sorry she's a mother of that so just seeing that just made me like so excited and realized that i didn't have to be like you know the people around me um i could you know there was a like a, a sp- i would say like a space for how i felt uh, like liking pretty stuff and liking like a uh, gross and scary stuff so I felt like seeing her made me feel like oh there is a category for me um the second movie is a film called and is a film yes it's not a movie it's a film um a film called Nowhere directed by Greg Araki um Nowhere is um it's like it was like one of the first quote-unquote like art films i ever saw um rachel true is in it um it's like a very trippy um if you've never seen nowhere it's like very trippy um it's a 90s film um it's about teenagers like you know in the 90s Mm -hmm. um it's about drugs and like partying but the it, remi- <laughs> it reminded me of like a real life cartoon and i feel like it like nowhere like shaped like again my style um because i said this earlier that like i get uh, like a lot of i would say like my fashion sense and like even some of my like niche interests i was very inspired by um, movies and things. Yeah. Um, and, um, like, for instance, like, I'm looking at my shoes right now and how I have, like, some rainbow shoes and, like, the colors. I just remember, like, as a... Because this is... Nowhere is a movie that I used to sneak and watch on... IFC when I was seen it. when I was a teenager, and it's very hard to find it now. So I feel very privileged that I was able to see it, and I like Gregoraki is like one of my favorite directors. He's somebody that when I write, I you know, am very heavily inspired by his work. Um, and it's just, like, how, like, you know, the colors and, like, the campy, um, like, set design and the dialogue and stuff like that. It just really inspired me as a person, like, um, to be, like, you know, um, say, like, you know, to be groovy. Um, but yeah, it just... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> like, I just I just loved it so check much. Check it out. Like, yeah, I know a, you said it's hard to find. It's very but... hard to find, but I really love it um, so much. Like, how it, like, stuff is, like, shot, like, it kind of reminds me of, like, a cartoon. Um, also, this is very weird. Um, the third one, I would say um, Pee-Wee's Big Adventure.
0: That's hilarious. Um,
1: why would I say Pee-Wee's Big Adventure? Because, like, when you think about it, you look at it, first of all, Pee-Wee is a grown-ass man. Uh, that's very clear, but he is very youthful mm-hmm. and um that's something that I hold very near and dear to me. One of my favorite Same. quotes is you know Mariah Carey saying, I'm internally twelve, darling. And that's true. Um Pee Wee was just a uh, just a lot of fun. And um as I grow older. <laughs> Sorry, laughing that you said.
0: Pee Wee was a lot of
1: fun. <laughs> he just was. He was a he was a ball um <laughs> <laughs> and I just feel like, um, I just feel like you know, as I grow older, I realize like some like similarities to me and Pee Wee Herman. Um, <laughs> okay, and I'll I, take your word for it. And I think it's just so, but like you know. I liked it when I was a kid a lot. I did like it. I I love it so much. It's so funny.
0: And And I felt like I always understood that he was an adult. (laughs) Like, I never thought he was, like, a big kid. Yeah, me too. It was always just like he was just an adult living his best life, doing his own thing.
1: Exactly, Iman. And I feel like, like, I feel like as I get older, I see that some people are losing sight of that. Like, Mm -hmm. you know. Um, the people think, you know, you get older, you have to, you know, do certain things differently. And some people just like, you know, genuinely change. And I'm somebody that like, yes, I have matured, like maybe like emotionally and, you know, stuff like that. But it's like as for like me being youthful and still like in the same exact things that I did from a a teenager, I have. Um, And, you know, that move, it's like and I feel like like this category that we pick, it can go either way. It can be very serious or it can be like, you know, stuff like when I was a kid I'm just thinking about all the stuff that inspired me it always was like whimsical yeah. and like in my mind like when I think and stuff I always think in like how like uh, how would be in a cartoon like I'm just like obsessed with the idea of things of like being a cartoon stuff being like you know and um, that's why I feel like so free that like, I'm not scared, like to dress a certain way, like, you know, in public and stuff. Cause, um, like I would say like these movies, you know, help me. Cause like, I really see myself as a character and I feel like you have to think that way too. Cause know, life is a, first.
0: life feels like a, the thing is like, I don't understand how life can seem like a movie. You know, Mm -hmm. surviving a pandemic and all the other crazy things. But as soon as you act like a character, then that's weird. It's like, that's the thing that I'm disconnected with. Like, life feels like a movie, but we're supposed to all act realistic. It's like, if y'all don't just lean into enjoying life and be a character, you know, just lean into it.
1: (laughs) Also, the last movie on my list is a movie called Teeth. Um, I saw that Teeth is another movie that I would, first of all, a lot of movies that like are my favorite, I'm actually trying to curate a list on Letterboxd right now. Like Ooh. there's a lot of movies that I used to sneak and watch, um, when I was in high school and Teeth is one of them. So Teeth is about, in short, it's about a girl who, um, she's in high school and she is going through, I haven't seen it in a while, but she's going through a, a puberty and she gets teeth in her vagina um wow and i was very intrigued with that idea and i always like stuff where girls um um. In short, when women attack men, especially men that are trying <laughs> to take advantage of them, because I was torn between a few movies on this list because originally I had enough on there, um, mm-hmm. but then I took it off and then I had and I was thinking about putting hard candy on there, but then I took it off. But I like the I always have been a fan of women like, you know, just getting their revenge and just fighting back um and teeth when I first saw that movie and just seeing how like you know of course there was a scene where like a guy tried I believe it was her I think it's actually her brother tried to like take advantage of her and the teeth you know did what they Mm -hmm. were supposed to do and um that he freaked out and I just remember thinking like oh my god that is so badass like that is just so like and I feel like um Because, um, you know, movies like me watching like teeth and like I didn't put it on the list, but like hard candy and like even Mm. enough and stuff like that, I am always prepared for battle,
0: kill Bill
1: yes like i feel like i am like a part of me like a, i also love like camp and kitschy stuff like that but then on half of me is i feel like like Wendy williams said i have always been aware of the killer and <laughs> i just feel like i am just I, i'm always thinking of ways like I'm prepared for battle, and I feel like that. Like I mean, some people might say it's inappropriate, but I feel like that is a good movie for especially teenage girls to watch because it's like even though obviously it's totally fictional, like you don't have teeth down there, um, as far as I know. Um, yeah, but, I mean, whatever like <laughs> you do, regardless. But I feel like it gives. I feel like it can be inspirational too. You know, certain teen girls like, um, like, yeah, I want to be badass, and like that's what I was like obsessed with when I was younger.
0: As you should have been. It's nothing better than when a girl is like super duper badass. Her. It's nothing better than it. Okay. So that was your list. Great list, and that really was quite- my list. And the reason why we picked this, by the way, just a little tidbit, we picked this because, like, we were just saying how sometimes movies are the first time you feel like, oh, my God, I feel so seen. Like, yo, I really feel seen. So it's like, it's it's really great to think about the movies that shaped you and, like, just helped you to feel seen. Mm-hmm. So for me, the first one is uh Legal, Legally Blonde because I recently watched Legally Blonde and I remember as a kid, like I always liked Really fabulous, cute, like women like Hillary Banks, who just leaned into being fabulous, like leaned into being like, you know, yes, like I am pretty and I'm rich and I like the best of the best and I'm spoiled by my dad. Like, I'm just, this is who I am. This is my fabulous life. But I think Legally Blonde was so great because, you know, it started out with her doing something like just to get the boy, just to get the attention. But when that boy told her, you will never be a lawyer, not only did Elle Become a lawyer. She beat him. She beat him out. And him and his girlfriend, and him and uh, L and the boy's girlfriend became friends. My favorite thing is when women stop fighting about the guy and join forces. That's the only it. answer. That's the only answer. So there's that. Also, L was fabulous and smart. Like I just feel like too often, like people have to choose a side, and she was both. And she, she never. She also L was really nice. Like let's start. Let's that start is there. Such a good such she was, honey, man. yeah, she was really like watching it over, you know, she was hot and rich, but she never, people were mean to her and she never gave it back. Like, I remember someone said something to her like, yeah, you're stuck up and you probably think, and she was, her response was, I don't know. She, somebody said the uh, D slur regarding lesbian women. And yeah. she said, I don't say words like that. And I'm like, that's right, Elle. That's right. We don't say words like that. And I just really liked how that was her response. Like I don't say things like that. And people never talk about how some mean people can be mean to women when they think, oh, she's pretty and dumb. And I hate to put myself out there, but I've experienced that. Like, if I show up cute, if I show up hot to the job, like, now you're a dingbat, and like, I'm not going to give you any respect. And it's like, no, you could be fabulous and do your job, and you're the mean one, not me. Like, you're out here trying to paint me to be the mean person, and I technically should be mean because I look better than you, but I'm not going to do it. You know? (laughs) That's so
1: true. I hate (sighs) that people try to be mean to you because you're pretty.
0: It's like, listen, I'm not her. I'm not Jessica from seventh grade, okay? I didn't give you a fucking whatever they do when they put their head in the toilet. I didn't do that. A swirly. Swirly. I was going to call it a twirly, but I think that's something else. Yes, so, sweetheart. My bad, my bad, my bad. Um, <laughs> next on the list is Crooklyn. Um, oh, yeah. Because we have differences <laughs> I know that. we have differences about it. And even think about it, like I don't know what I love so much about Crooklyn. The only thing I can really say is that Crooklyn really represents what my childhood felt like in some ways. Like just all these different characters on the block, um, growing up as the only girl with all boys, and sometimes as a girl kind of being pushed in a different direction as far as your responsibilities. So if you talk about the first time you felt seen, I could see that in Troy's character. Like I felt seen when I saw this girl sitting on the edge of the bed with like all these boys. That was my upbringing. You know, that was my life. And I also felt like her when she had like her, you know, spoiled alert her mom died um and she had to actually take care of her family and you know my mom was down bad at one point so I had to step up at a really young age too so like seeing that and just seeing like on one end you you do what you got to do for your family but on the other end it's like okay a little bit of girlhood stolen but that's I mean it's this life you know you just Mm -hmm. have to like ride it out so I see myself a little bit in like Troy um Gone Girl. I know it's a spooky choice, but I really like that. I felt seen. Classic. I felt seen. I felt seen because I felt like that was the first time people put it out there that if you keep fucking with a nice person, they're going to crack. And I also like that Amy. That was her name, right? On Gone Girl, I believe. Amy Mm -hmm. won. Amy won. Everything happened, and her husband knew. If I fuck with her, she is so diabolical. Also, that little bit about cool girl. How Uh. she's not even how it's just not, it's not even worth it to be cool girl. Cause I think I spent a lot of my, you know, I I felt like that would help me navigate spaces with men better to be cool girl. And I am a cool girl. Like I do like Marvel. I do like all these things, but I don't now use the things that I like to get approval because it don't matter. At the end of the day, you Mm -hmm. are still going to be a victim of sexism if there's a sexist person in your presence. Mm -hmm. Also put it out there that there are a lot of men who marry women and they still hate them. They still have no respect for them. You can marry, mm-hmm. you can give a loser a shot and he'll still fumble it. So I think that she taught every man who was too much a great lesson, right? That's what happens sometimes. Some. I mean, I felt bad for the one guy she cheated with, but even he was being creepy to me. Like he just felt like entitled. He was entitled. Being creepy, he was. He felt entitled. He felt very much entitled. If I provide her with, I don't know. Everybody gets a little hurt, you know? He was collateral, and I understand that had to happen. Um, and finally, Edward Scissorhands. Scissor and I know we feel how we feel about Johnny Depp. Uh, just erase that with that him. But the movie in itself was great. That movie I really, always remind me of you. I've always loved this movie. It was all... I loved it as a kid, as a teenager. Shouts to Sabria for buying me, like, the Blu-ray or the DVD at some mm. point, like, high school. But um, I really liked it because everybody was fucking with... Um, Edward when they saw he had scissor hands and he was a cool and unique, unique thing. But then as soon as he wasn't giving the people what he, he, what they wanted. And as soon as that boy got jealous, you know, Winona Ryder's boyfriend got jealous. Everybody turned on him so quickly because he was different and they just couldn't see past the hand, the, the fact that he was careful. He had sharp hands, but he was so careful. Meanwhile, this blonde haired blue eyed man that's in your community is explosive, is dangerous. And y'all pay him no attention. So I just really feel like that's like a metaphor for the world. Like if you show up and people think you scary, they never going to give you a shot. And what the Edward do? He didn't keep trying to blend in. He said, let me get the fuck on. Like I'm not going to be in this space. And that's me. <laughs> that's me. I'm not going to sit here and keep trying to prove to y'all that I'm a good person and I'm safe and that he's the problem. Because, you know, it's like kind of like what I feel like a lot of black people might feel in this country. Like I'm not going to keep trying to prove to you that just because I'm, you know, you perceive me as this way, that I'm harmful. Like, when y'all got harmful people out loud right here. So that's another reason why I- He should have never mindset. been in that stiff-ass town, anybody. I feel like black people should just go about their business and, like, do whatever they do. Like, they never going to see you no different. They never going to see no different. Just, just don't even worry about it.
1: Don't you worry about the things.
0: So, yeah. These are movies that shaped my identity. Um, I really like that. I felt great talking through that. Like I really Me did. Too. Um, I did want to put Moana on there because I like how uh, she went she went up for her I family the way she did. Everybody in this <laughs> island. <laughs> she said, I wish I could be the perfect daughter. I'm like, don't we all, sis. Then I go back to the water. <laughs> that's hilarious so let's get into this outline shall we next we want to toast to a few people okay first we want to toast to buy me chanel on instagram i don't know if y'all know who she is She's like a skincare, like influence, like skincare beauty, lifestyle influencer. But I've been on this kick where I've been trying to follow women, black women that model the life that I want or that I align with. Like I've been cleaning up shop as far as social media during these times. And I like feel, don't feel crazy for saying I kind of like looked up to her and her feed just gives me such positive vibes. She's a model of like, you know, kind of having a healthy career, having an uh, interest in beauty, a beautiful aesthetic. She's stylish. She's gorgeous. Um, she's married. Her husband seems to be like so loving and tender. They seem like they have mm-hmm. a great, respectful relationship. Mm-hmm. So I'm, I like this. this. I want to see more of this positivity on my timeline she's just a fucking vibe and will definitely inspire you to live that luxurious lifestyle you want so y'all follow at by Me chanel on instagram beautiful woman also we wanted to on um, toast for lavar burton y'all so lavar burton um has been tired of waiting for, you know, producers or anybody else to come to him and ask him to be the host of Jeopardy. He is putting himself out there. He started a, he started advertising. Um, and he also uh, petitioned. He started a petition, petition which petention. I'm going to sign. Yeah, a petition. <laughs> a petition that I'm going to sign because if you really think about it, who else is more perfect? This is a man that is a lover of books. This is a man that's a lover of history, science, like he was in Star Trek and like he yeah, literally he just come such on. a
1: he and he got like such a great like, you know, demeanor.
0: He gives Alex energy that same neutral very warm energy. Very warm, but very neutral. It's just like, listen, I'm very warm, but Alex used to be quick to say no. That shit used to crack <laughs> me up too. <laughs> they're like, the the answer, they're like, what is apple juice? he like, no, that is incorrect. <laughs> I feel like LeVar Burton will carry that same, like, absolutely not, but heart emoji you know so I just really really um hope he gets it y'all sign his petition yeah, yeah I need who, to sign it who other than him I know people were saying that Ken Jennings uh, was gonna be the host if you don't know who Ken Jennings is it was the man who won chow, for like a hundred nights straight to, uh, who could forget yeah he was he definitely
1: people asses
0: Ken Jennings did it with a smile on his face <laughs> Bunga, chow, chow. I feel like everyday he was a, like, hey how are you? Jeopardy, like he just—he was, really was. He won. It. He
1: was kicking their earth.
0: It was to the point where I just never thought he was going to lose. Like that is was an amazing a, run. That was for an amazing some run. reason when I was a kid, I was scared of him. As uh, I don't think you're wrong. Uh, uh, big the killer energy. I don't <laughs> want to say Ken Jennings is a killer. All I'm going to say is check his floorboards, and then we can move on. Um, DMX, unfortunately. Um, Passed away, and he passed away on Friday. That was really rough. I'm not even going to lie to you. (laughs) I still can't believe it. I can't believe it, and it's. it felt like I lost a family member, you know? Yeah. And I just sit there, and I see how, like, I feel like everybody felt the same way. You know, everybody just felt this. I felt this, like, collective sense of, damn, we just really want it him to be free of that that disease of addiction but I've heard so many people say but I now he is at peace yeah because
1: you know? it's so you you really be battling with addiction your whole like people I mean every day. I, yeah you really battle with it every freaking day it's no it's no cure for it yeah
0: it's just it's just no cure it's just every day having to be strong be strong but you have to understand not just you literally but I keep in mind that when people are having trouble with like addiction and stuff like that paired with trauma, it's -hmm. so hard because like, Mm -hmm. all right, you got to try hard not to think about this addiction, but when you have had shit happen to you, the DMX says happened to him, I can't even imagine, like I'm having a hard time in this pandemic, right? But I'm safe. I'm a home. Like I have my access to my friend's family, blah, blah. He was somebody who dad didn't care, who mom didn't care. Was in and out of centers. Was tricked into using drugs at an early age. Who knows what the fuck else happened? This was because you you gotta think if they're being abusive, is this child getting something to eat? Who's telling this child mm-hmm. they love them? You know, so you have to deal with that. And then for him to do all that, he wasn't perfect at all. Like right, who is? But I think he and he did pretty good for what happened to him. All things considered. You know, because I think DMX represents being vulnerable. Mm-hmm. I, someone on Twitter was saying that, and I'm like, thank you, exactly my feelings. No, he was yeah. like, what? He I really was like honest. That.
1: Yeah, I always felt like that. Like, cause it's just, I never thought that he would. Um, I really thought he was um going to make it. Um, Me too. But yeah, it's like if you, also if you don't have anybody that you can, no matter how much money you have and stuff, you do, if you don't have people to lean on, um then it's hard also with the money thing um he didn't own any of his masters and his record label was like doing him like hella dirty so it's just like you know dealing with that and he probably didn't understand he didn't have the um I almost he didn't have a ring didn't have like the um the vocabulary to try to defend himself in a in um a scholarly way because he knew what they was doing because his videos of him like you know defending himself or whatever but he was talking like you know how you know people you know from the streets would talk because that's what he knew but you know how they want you to behave a certain way you know to get respect and he probably didn't have you know the vocabulary to you know
0: defend himself They, people exploit that all the time. And mm-hmm. I always think about it like I'm thinking about how I am now. If somebody offers if Spotify offers us a deal, I would want to negotiate, right? But the facts are that I really don't know my own worth as far as how much I could get. Like all I know is what I perceive to be a lot of money, because I'm now I don't come from money. Yeah. So even if you do know that you could probably be getting more, when no could mean going back to that shitty ass life and nobody else giving you a shot, you're going to say yes. No, <laughs> That's what it's po- true. You know, poverty it's puts you in a situation to not even really be able to negotiate. You just, I mean, I mean, there are some people who are very brave, like P. Diddy. And Diddy, I, don't, I mean, P. Diddy, I'm sorry. um, Master P. Like Master P was someone yeah, I who say understands. P. Diddy is a
1: fucking crook.
0: No, I mean, and yeah, I'm sure that everybody is, but I'm just saying as far as like knowing his worth, like Master P was somebody mm-hmm. that was like, if y'all willing to pay me 1 million, I know I'm worth at least 10 million. Like I know for a fact I'm worth that much. I don't know if I would gamble that. Like, you know what I mean? Like if some, I don't know if I had that much faith in other people offering me that much money, you know? Yeah. So it takes a lot of bravery that most of us are not going to, and most of us not going to gamble that. I know I'm not. And I can imagine why somebody like DMX didn't do it either. Yep. So I just want, I just say rest in peace. Like, I just think he gave us so much. Like, I'm, st- I was really upset. I was really sad, but I just, I just am thankful for like the mark he left on pop culture, like mm-hmm. for real and some crazy quotes. Like I will play his like Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer, like rendition every holiday season. Yeah. Like, it's the best ones. My children are going to know the DMX version of Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer, like period. Cool. Her, that's the one. Also, fun fact: him and Gabrielle's dogs, um, they got them from the same litter. Like she, I was just listening to her book about how DMX was just like so cool and like made her feel so safe and took her to get a dog, which she fell in love with. And mm-hmm. he also got two dogs from the same like litter because you know he loved the dogs. So, fun mm-hmm. fact, fun fun tender fact about DMX. So let's move on to um, conversation about DJ Mustard. So DJ Mustard, you know, he's just known for kind of staying out of the mix, out of the mix. But he recently blasted his personal shopper for allegedly stealing over 50K to impress Instagram followers, y'all. Listen to this. Listen to this. I'm about to find his statement. Okay. That's so bad. Attention to all people who know me. I want to bring something to everyone's attention. Carissa Walker is a thief and a liar. She is not my stylist. She is a personal shopper for me and Chanel Dijon, that's his wife. We let her use the stylist word so she could get business, but the truth is she did nothing but shop. Today I found out that she ran my credit cards up over 50K buying stuff for herself. Purses, shoes, shades, and other stuff. I'm hot. And I'm only writing this so so nobody else deals with her. She's bad for business. <laughs> I have all the receipts to prove everything. I paid her more than she was worth because I don't play with taking care of my people. But there, but but with that, do your fucking job. And I believe he said that she brought home 74k. I'm obsessed with him saying that she's bad for business. Yes. <laughs> so 74K. <laughs> and I know I'm not talking about like a 74K salary. They said since bought home about $6,000 um a month. So that's meaning like, no, you got paid $6,000 a month. So... That's no taxes being taken out of that. And, you know, of course the girl didn't respond, but I'm just like, bro, how the fuck would you fumble the bag? This is how I know flexing is an absolute disease. It has why? to be because you have why? the money, so why are you stealing the money, you know? Why? Why did you do that on somebody Somebody trying to take care of you and be nice? and I, I would love
1: it. to have that job. but now I would love to, to, to have to that. First of all, no, I love
0: shopping. Seriously, seriously. And it's like, damn, he's going to belch. Sorry. (laughs) That one person who wrote the review is going to be on your ass tomorrow. I'm so sorry, baby. (laughs) But uh, yeah, I'm with you. Like if you, it's a panty. You employed, you getting easy money to, not easy money. I'm sure personal shopping isn't easy, but you know, you get money to do what you dreamed of and he's even letting you be called the stylist and you take advantage. Like why do people do shit like this? And I think that some people are very fake with how they show appreciation for their quote unquote people. You know what I mean? Some people are just Mm -hmm. like, oh, I show her love, but you're giving them a 50K salary. They getting taxes they got no insurance. I think the amount of money he was giving her was actually really good, and it probably was so much opportunity for advancement. Is she just was not a thief? You know what I mean. Period. So, and that's seventy four k. That's good. Child. It's good with, with taxes. It's definitely like just to put things like in perspective. I think forty k is still what most people, most families in this country. That's like the median Families. So, Families, um, and sis was getting that on her own. It's just like, bro. Some people never satisfy. She has yet to say anything because she's smart. I'm sure she's getting a damn lawyer.
1: <sighs> what would you do? For Bad John.
0: Bad John. Um, right, also,
1: what's... sidebar. Sorry. Um. So apparently, call me by your name has been. It's not playing on certain streaming services. They have what's taken call it call me all. by your name. Um, Lil Nas X song.
0: Oh, okay, cool, my bad. I forgot. That's a long-ass title for a song. I didn't know what that song was called there.
1: Oh, yeah. It's Montero. Yeah, Call Me By Your Name. Yeah, um, so he said, not even joking, everybody stream Call Me By Your Name hard today because it may no longer be available tomorrow and there's nothing I can do about it. Thank you for the support, though. What
0: the hell? Yeah. What the hell? Why would they... I mean, how do you just take a song away? Like it'll never
1: go away yeah because somebody posted a screenshot it was like it's not it wasn't playing i guess on their itunes
0: oh my god i hope that they can combat whatever that is like what's going on it's probably because it's gay oh that's absolutely it that's absolutely it uh justice for that song yeah like chill out (sighs) sorry uh just in full transparency i'm absolutely sending indian food to my cousin for when i get off this john <laughs> just in case someone thought I was like doing some research no how you spell samosa
1: and I mean I said M- <laughs> I mean,
0: S- uh.
1: oh <laughs> s-o-m-o-s-a I think
0: I'm just gonna look I feel like if I if we order in Indian <laughs> and I say s-o-m-a-s-o-s-o you should know I mean samosas like come on yeah she knows she knows she knows how I I like it too be specific. All right. Back to my podcast, right? Like, back to focusing. <laughs> um, be careful, y'all. They got a robot... The fucking ops got robot police dogs patrolling so New York City. That is so scary. It's
1: scary
0: out here. Like, so... Like, oh, sorry.
1: Say what you're going to say.
0: So, um... They were saying that New York City has been using robots since the 1970s to save lives in hostage situations, and hazmat incidents. This model of robot is being tested to elevate its capabilities against um, things like emergency services and bomb squad. But recently there was a video of the dog being used to like catch somebody selling drugs. So for me, it's just like, I mean, why the fuck would I be against um like a robo dog being used to stop bombs and like you know hostage situations, it just comes into question for me when it's being used for things like drugs because it's seventy five, it's seventy five thousand dollars. Um, to that's how much these things cost, right?
1: And I'm and I'm like, my thing is when stuff like this happens, my biggest thing is the fact that they are not putting money into schools. I know for. Um, speaking from, you know, being from philly there was a time where schools were shutting literal, literal schools were shutting down i did not know it was even legal to shut down schools honestly yeah. i thought that was something that was just like hands off or like if it's you know in danger like people will help schools were shutting down and then finding out that they're giving freaking millions of dollars to like the philly pd and stuff like that they are this is why people say um but at this point is abolished for real but like this is why People were saying, you know, defund the police and stuff because you're putting all this money into robot robot dogs to help catch people for having like what weed and
0: schools are suffering? Are you kidding yeah. me? Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Or just like right now, it's it feels like a mockery, uh, hearing about 75 uh thousand dollar like robo dogs, you know, fighting crime. Because I'm like, how is that shit going to stop gun violence? Like, how? How is it? Now I know this is in New York City. Um, I don't know how many dogs are invested in. I do know things like bombs can take like whole blocks of people out of here. So like obviously there's a need for like some innovation and tech there. But they're also like, I'm reading this article from Newsweek and there are a lot of politicians saying, like, but they feel like these are going to be deployed and like black and brown low-income communities to just kind of take the just like easy money like we cannot forget that the there's a system out here to absolutely Mm -hmm. keep certain people down and my question is like how do things like this dog like how do put money in that invest in our communities versus like you know invest I mean I think we mean investment in a different way like when I say invest in black and brown communities I mean like open your purse and like focus on the school, focus mm-hmm. on the mental health, focus on all these different things that cause the disparities because it's the fucking 80s out here, right? But I think their investment is when they look at us, they see dollar signs, they see private prisons, they see, like, all these ways because, there's like, poverty, like, somebody benefits from it. Like, somebody capitalizes off of poverty. And I think that these dogs are just in a plan. And I'm like, I don't care how fucking crazy I sound. Like, who on earth... Would actually trust that something beneficial for Black people would come out of a, a, a really expensive police investment. So what I'm saying to y'all is, watch out for these fake ass dogs because every dog not your friend. Some are police Seriously. robo dogs for the NYPD. They're ops. If I see a big ass bulky dog <laughs> running by me, I'm a ho- who goes there? You getting clipped? <laughs> oh wow. <laughs> what if the only thing is like, what oh, if it's a, a real, real dog? D- No, no, no. I said, if I see a big, bulky looking dog, I'm getting suspicious. Uh, Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. (laughs) I was like, whoa.
1: (laughs) She said, you're getting clapped. I'm like, we clapped dogs. Sorry,
0: sorry, 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 sorry. (laughs) Oh, my God. That's hilarious. Um, Macaulay Culkin, right? (laughs) (laughs) Let's just get to it, right? Um, Macaulay Culkin and Brenda Song announced the birth of their first child, Dakota. Whoa, wait, what?
1: Yeah, had no idea they were a thing. Had Um, no... (laughs) First of all, I haven't... uh, Like, I really haven't thought about them in years, but that is just so...
0: Crazy because that's how you do it. That's exactly, exactly. how you do it. You, that is. you, you, just, pop you out. just do it. You just pop do out. it. And I'm just like, I really like when people I hate to sound crazy their age do things <laughs> like this because they're not that much older than me. But I'm see I could see myself just being like, you know what, fuck it. We both stable. Hopefully, mentally and financially, right now. <laughs> Maybe let's just financially do it. before mentally. <laughs> yeah, who knows? Who knows, right? But mental enough to take care of a child. Like, let's just fucking do it. Yeah, right. Like, let's just let's just do it. So, I like this story. The couple met on a movie set in Thailand a few years ago for *Changeland*, a funny, moving story. Okay, the, the the bikes are coming, guys. I'm sorry. The British are coming. The British are coming. A funny, moving story about friendship. They moved in together in a charming house, and Colkin painted a yellow brick road leading to the front door. They wear matching pajamas. Song Song bakes bread. She's been baking bread long before the pandemic. They have animals: three cats, a few fish, a dog, a Shiba Inu, and a blue-headed pyonist, which is a parrot. Oh, okay. Uh, I, was like, huh? um, I was like well why they got that but okay they're good to go so Dakota is the first child of both actors and it's named in honor of Colkin's sister Dakota who died in 2008 I did not know that his sister passed away rest in peace that's that's crazy oh that's sweet so they named the baby after his sister mm-hmm. I fuck with Kevin mm-hmm. I really fuck with Kevin and I fuck with London Tempton so I think that this is a great you know not situation Kevin. I hope they will <laughs> I really hope they're well like, that is I, nice yeah, I think Macaulay Culkin could have been a mess if he um stayed into like the mix. But <laughs> yeah. he I mean, let me know if I'm wrong, but I don't think he he wilded out.
1: No, he did. He, he had like a really bad drug addiction. Ah,
0: oh, okay. Well, oh yeah. And then it was the Michael Jackson scandal, too. Yeah. Okay. Well, I take it back. He recovered, you know, <laughs> and he ended up with Brenda Song and their baby Dakota. So everything's Seems to be good now. And that's Ooh, all that Well almost forgot matters. that's her real name. What, Brenda Song? Yeah, I was about to call her London <laughs> Timpton. <laughs> London Timpton was an iconic character. That's the representation that, you know, I feel like, again, as two bimbos, we just need. Like, <laughs> like if you can't good. be smart, be beautiful, right?
1: <laughs> she was very legendary.
0: Very legendary. Very always so cute, so... I just can't so, believe the press ain't catch on to this. Me, but, like, Macaulay Culkin always keep his relationships on a low because I didn't know him and Mila Kunis was dating until after I watched Russell Brand's comedy special.
1: Oh, yeah. I forgot.
0: Oh, child. All you can do is celebrate. All right, so moving on. I guess these topics, we don't really need to spend too much time on it. Like, with the Powerpuff Girls, um, live-action series is coming. It sucks. So, I don't... I hope... I hope that it don't suck as bad as it looks, cause like these were it like behind so the scenes. It looks so bad. It looked terrible.
1: Also, excuse me. It looks terrible. It looked, it looked it terrible. Um, also, we was talking about this earlier. We are so tired of people the reboot, reboot, reboot live action. Get reboot, a new idea. Also, like none of y'all the the first of all nobody is touching the live action Scooby Doo. So y'all need to hang it up, flat screen, like but the. Live extra Scooby-Doo set the bar and y'all have, nobody has yet to um,
0: top it. I do want to say that the girls that were casted are very cute. You know what I mean? They're very cute girls. I think the casting worked. I think whoever, it's not the actor's fault. It is whoever is like in charge of like the costuming and, you know, just the overall image. Like, I don't know, just the overall vibe you get. Like they got the vibe wrong. They got the vibe completely wrong. They got the our girls in these corny ass peplum dresses that look like I sold them with my hands. Like I'm like, "Why are these so just- bad?" But like, I hope like I okay. Maybe this is a teaser like a to I set
1: was us thinking, up. What if it's like a dream or like I don't know, but it's going to be on the CW, right? Yeah, it's going to be on the CW. So, it's going to be on the
0: CW. The hopes for it, not that high. I'm not that honest. high. And it's, I also gotta keep remembering, like, it's not for us, you it's know, it's for the true. children, but it's pretty much supposed to be the um, pop pop girls grown uh, in their 20s being resentful about fighting crime in their childhood, which is like, okay, come on.
1: Like, I'm over it. Like, I'm so over it. I'm so over, like, it being, like, the live action, like, being angsty or whatever. The real, like, le- like also, like, let's... fun. The real- yeah, exactly. Like, less, like... This is sound going around on TikTok that says I think it's Lady Gaga talking. It's like, let's keep let's keep being playful together. And that's how I feel. Like, let's just keep being playful. Like this bitch, like bitching and Mona about like resenting fighting crime. Like the real life power girls, power girls, power they power love fighting girls, crime. They
0: didn't give a fuck. They like, love beating some ass. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Wait, Mojo said what? Wait, that's- when? Exactly.
1: When? That's why, like, I couldn't get into the live... Like, I didn't even give the live-action Winks Club a chance, honey. Because I'm <laughs> like, first of all, it looks, like,
0: very angsty. Like, I'm just tired of, like, shit being, like, angsty. Like, yeah. It's not true to the origin enough. story. Like, it's that's not. why I love the newest um Spider-Man so much with Tom Holland. Because I feel like he really captures the essence of Spider-Man, this happy-go-lucky He do,
1: he do, he do. Kid,
0: and even I, though Peter Parker as the other white man, Tobey Maguire, like, that was good, but that was a very, and that just was a rare case where it was well done, a very yeah. serious take. But yeah. I
1: love that in everything, like, for instance, it's always, like, I love that they always keep the Flash and they always keep um, Spider-Man very um, youthful and very, um, like, happy just to the be there and like very nerdy like i exactly. love it um because that's how like the flash and even though the justice league the live action was like dark the flash was like the comic relief and like saying with spider-man he always excited he is so excited to be in the avengers he don't even know how he got there you know so like, that's just,
0: realistic it's, it's like what realistic. a kid would be
1: like and uh, like somebody named peter parker like you have to be like you know chipper like you know i just yeah. love it
0: yeah, you just, like, I, I love that kid. And also, I feel like I know that kid. Like, I feel like I was in class with that kid a few times. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, I, I just, I don't feel like the pop Off girls are sticking to the origin story. They love fighting crime. Like, what are you talking about? They're resentful. Mm-hmm. I might give it a shot, honestly. I will give it a shot because um I forget his name. The guy from Scrubs plays pro, um the professor. What's his name? The black guy from Scrubs. I forget. I'm forgetting it. Um... Uh I can't let me look at him. I up. was
1: about to say Ty McMahon, but that's not his name. He was on Clueless too. Yeah, his name. I can't do this all, all yeah. on. I'm singing it. I'm no superman. Ooh.
0: It's David Fais Donald Faison. Donald Faison. Faison. So he um he playing He's the going professor. to be the professor. And I think that's, again, I think the casting is great. I'm sorry, I, I used to think the like professor the was
1: so hot.
0: Ew, I felt like the professor, <laughs> I, I heard him yell one time, like on a show. <laughs> that scared me. He said, girls, you do not do this. Like, he got real loud. And I was like, whoa, okay, that lab is just a cover-up. I, like... I felt like the professor and Dexter's dad from Dexter's laboratory were the exact same person, honestly. You think so? That's what they they gave me. Like <laughs> they get explosive and could be they could scare the family. You know, they, they can scare you, the family. But from they also to was
1: like, well, no, no. Dexter's dad. They took care huh? of home. They did, but th- I was about to say Dexter's dad was more of a lovable goof. I'm be yeah. on some Professor um, X stuff, creating um, my own kids. That's like my dream. <laughs> Period.
0: Ow! But he was fucking around, spinning too happy. He definitely a... Uh... Chemical X. Chemical X could have went bad, though. Like, they could have really been like zombies or something. My thing I think If you're going to do a take on it, <laughs> do that. You're going to do a take. They were so cute, though. Very adorable. Side note real quick. Jesse Williams and his ex-wife, the judge ordered them to take high-conflict parenting classes. These (laughs) niggas hate each other. They do. That is so sad. How were they ever together? They seem like They, they hate each other. They
1: probably want each other dead. You hear me? Dead. They gotta take
0: classes D, D. to reduce conflicts. Do you understand how bad you hate each other when you in your own I'm kids? sorry.
1: I'm just thinking about his voice and arguing. Child, please.
0: <laughs> What's her name, Erin? He Come on, Aaron, Get it together. I Come can't on. do this. Stop it. Stop. Stop it. He, he yeah. says, Enough. Enough. Re-
1: hey, Aaron, you really think Black Lives Matter? Why are you trying to take me out? Yeah. I'm, I'm, a black,
0: I'm a black man. I'm showing up for my family. Fucking cut it out. Cut it That's out and cut it out. That's how I feel like he would show up in an argument. Now, honestly, and I feel like she don't raise her voice. She looked like she said, give me the coin. That would, me, that would make me angry hearing his voice. I just wouldn't be able to do it because I'm like, you sound like a bitch. Like, I don't know what else to say. Uh, speaking of a bitch, actually, I don't know where I was going with that. Moving on to the next subject, Usher. All right. So there's uh-huh. been... I thought I was thinking Usher did a bitch move. That's where I was gonna go, right? I yeah, was thinking he pulled was, a stunt. Yeah,
1: cause I I put him in a sunken place, but he rose out of the sun. He rose. Place. And this and is why it's why. important
0: to, to read the facts. So, you know, it was this uh idea that um Usher was paying strippers with Usher Bucks, okay, which is <laughs> a fake money. So the the idea was that these women that went to work and did the damn thing just for somebody who was you know, has so much money to give them fake money. And this all happened because, um, what's her name? Sorry. There was someone by the, a dancer by the name of B Love on Instagram. She posted the picture of the Usher Bucks and she said, ladies, what would you do if you dance all night for Usher? And he threw this. But he she was asking, like, well, what would you do? But so for some reason, people thought that that's exactly what happened. when then the, um, the person at Sapphire in Vegas, the strip club, said not only did like, Usher like, tip the strippers, not with fake money, but with real money, he also tipped the whole staff quite generously so there's a rumor going on that usher was on some bitch shit, and he was paying women with fake money for pr i mean he did get his pr but he also got his name kind of like you know messed up so the and by the way the bills are for his las vegas residency which that seems to be the move for a lot of these celebrities the res the residency seemed like consistent money without having to go all over the place. Mm -hmm. So he did have ush bucks for the (laughs) advertising. But the ush bucks is not the currency he paid the dancers in. It's not.
1: Yeah, so everybody and also people started just making up stuff. Somebody was like, yeah, one time Usher came in my job and he put on a $2,000 jacket and walked out. And I'm like... (laughs) And I'm like... (laughs) (laughs)
0: I'm picture Usher, uh, been like snatching off the hanger and then like doing a moonwalk. No, out. Th- like
1: they said he like shook their hand, like and then he walked
0: out. <laughs> Wait, what? I would have been like, go ahead, fuck it out care. <laughs> I wouldn't have cared either, but I am um, like, why y'all start like people really just start lying. <laughs> and I tell you something, I don't play about Usher. Like to be honest, Man, like I, I really picture, do fuck with Usher. I, couldn't I was picture- getting mad. Yeah cuz I was like oh man
1: cuz I was yeah I was mad at him like why would you do that and but I'm just like I can't picture Usher doing something like that you know what I'm saying like I can't picture him doing something like that so I just was like is it I'm like this is real like I just I couldn't uh, picture him doing anything like that um so it was just very
0: strange to me but very um, strange and so... also I feel like I feel like Usher don't really Sorry, I'm like Usher. I'm looking at this picture of him. Usher don't really say much. You know what I mean? Like he if you really think so... about it, in his whole life, I feel like his biggest scandal was with his wife. You know what I mean? And that I ain't gonna lie, that was the first time I really believed Usher. That woman looked mean as hell. I don't know the whole story, but she definitely looked like she was like laying down the law with his she ass. Really um, did. but yeah, he don't really talk. Like he not like these other niggas. Like he not like Tyrese and them or tank that be all up in the shade room comments. Like he do you know just make his music and go also I got a free master class from Usher um did I tell you that <laughs> no
1: man, you <laughs> yes. always doing shit bro like it comes a time where it's just like what
0: <laughs> yeah Usher gave educators free master classes and I was like oh let me sign up for that so I don't know what I'm gonna use it on probably Issa Rae Issa Rae got a master class so I'm gonna see oh, what yeah, her yes. is about cool. but shout cool. to Usher for my master class I was gonna use it regardless of if he gave us bucks but now <laughs> I can feel good about it <laughs>
1: Yeah, like I just can't picture him doing something like that. Like I just can't.
0: Yeah, I'm sorry. To, I'm happy he didn't, cause I'm like, come on, bro, don't do no, don't do no corny shit like that that make me have to like feel funny when I listen to Let It Burn, cause that's one of my favorite songs, and I don't <laughs> want to have to do that. I just like don't. you
1: don't need to leave.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. So um, let's get into the actual Sunken Place now that it's not Usher, right? Um, so Sabrina's gonna set this story up for you guys, but it's actually somebody committing the real thing we were upset with Usher about before yes. we knew the truth.
1: So a hairstylist, um, she did, she was doing this guy's hair for five hours and he pulled a gun out on her and tried to rob her. Um, I have, um, this, uh, it's from the neighborhood talk, um, post. Um, her name is underscore telly tell, the girl that it happened to. She said after I got done doing this blank hair, he paid me and asked me if I wanted to see this weed he got in his car. Cause I've been blowing curd with the blank whole time. I'm doing his hair. Why this blank pulled a gun out on me after my house in my house under my family of five my oh, under my family for five hours just to rob me. No, he didn't get blank. He got his blank blew out. And I ran in the house and called the police. I'm not doing here no more, y'all. It's a bittersweet because I love what I do, but I was loose as hell. I don't know nothing about him. And his first name, he was referred. He was a referral. Somebody I know knew know him. And I'm just oh sad, y'all. I really love what I do. I will not be robbed by no broke blank. My life is too important. I'm done doing here. I'm sorry, y'all. And that's so sad, you know. It is sad, and that's why my nail tech, she she said, that's why she don't offer services to men. Yeah, and oh my god.
0: Yep, and my actual um before like I like was going to savvy my childhood nail salon. She would lock her door after a certain time, nine p.m. You have to be buzzed in, and you have to be buzzed out, and no men. The girls would be like, "Can my boyfriend come in?" She would be like, "No." men. And that's sad because, you know, you still understand that women are capable of doing shady shit. They're capable of causing violence, but the things that men do, especially the dynamics between men and women, it's just like so much scarier. You sit Mm -hmm. there, five hours you're doing somebody's hair for five hours that means you know that she's taking her labor twisting her hands carpal tunnel any and everything else you in her home y'all probably talking built a relationship and even at the end of that time you decide even though she's put this time in i'm going to take this woman's money like are you kidding me that's very sick do you know how sick you got to be to do something like that and he tricked her like oh come out here look at this weed i don't understand I, I don't so- blame her at all
1: that's so dirty to me. Like so dirty. Any, like I'm sorry, gender role, blah blah blah. But when men do stuff like that to like women or like some uh, young people, um, like still from old people and stuff, that is just so like
0: dirty to me. It, it's dirty. It's really no other way to describe it. It's absolutely filthy. Um, I feel that somebody like uh somebody like this guy is just like no respect for what anybody else is doing because how do you sit there and let somebody do something for five hours and feel entitled to have your money back? That's just how lost and gone these people are. So, you know, if somebody is an artist that requires people to come into their home, like, please be safe. Y'all like wishing y'all well, because it's people out here like this who just have no respect for craftsmanship And that's what, what nail techs, that's what hairstylists are. There are people who, like, they're good at their crafts. All of us can't just get up and do a full set. All of us can't just get up and do locks. So, because their services no, are didn't. that special, they deserve their coin.
1: Period. And if you can't afford it, then don't, don't go. Don't fucking
0: get it. Don't get it. Don't get locks at all. Shave that shit off and live your life. But you don't have to, like, rob somebody to get your hair done. That's not... Come on. It's not even a necessity like that. Period. So, I uh, hope it goes to hell. Um, Moving on into common senses. So... We love when like listeners give us ideas and we have been using them so much. Thank y'all. Thanks, y'all. Uh, we want to give a special shout out to our girl Michaela. Her name on um, Twitter is Michaela Nelson. Uh at Michaela Nelson. And if y'all need to find her, we'll just send her we'll send her a shout-out on our page, our Twitter page. But she wrote us and she was asking us to speak about body positivity. She wants to hear our thoughts on body positivity movement and how black women and other marginalized bodies are being pushed to the back in favor of praising mid-sized and skinny bodies. I totally, totally, totally like identify with this. Sabrina and I both do like Mm -hmm. more than probably we share. I don't know. I feel like for us to have so many issues involved in like our body, we really don't talk about body positivity probably enough. So I think that this is a great way to like just discuss it because... Yeah, we
1: really don't talk about it cuz it's like also it's like so many levels. So like what what we talked about earlier um I would say off the mic um uh, with the issue was um the fact that for instance, okay, so everybody know I'm like very voluptuous. Um and <laughs> I like I don't really wear shorts like that out or especially to the gym. Especially especially to the gym I don't wear shorts um because for me if I wear certain shorts excuse me instantly I'm sexualized instantly but instantly excuse me a white girl can wear the same exact shorts as me and just be comfortable um, yeah yeah and I feel like for white like um for me um the body positivity has more to do, like, my issues are more racial than they are who's skinny, who's fat, or whatever, because depending on your body type and your race, you are, you know, treated differently. Um, and I feel like for white women, they are mostly sexualized where, you know, people have sex, like, in the bedroom or, like, you know, int- intimately. Yes, um, And, yes. like, I feel like when it comes to them, people have a clear... Um, a clear different... What's how I say the word? Differentiate? Differentiate? Yeah, they could differentiate um, like them, um, you know, wearing shorts um, outside to the gym and then being inside when it's time to get intimate. And I feel like when it comes to, you know, Black and, you know, Latina, um, Black and Latina women, um, I feel like um, it's not... It's no clear...
0: Um, view it's just exactly. like straight up it's just like it's everywhere everywhere and that makes it hard to feel comfortable places because like when you go into the gym and when you're like trying to dress for interviews and it's getting, things like that it's and, just bad
1: exactly especially because it's getting warmer and on top of going to the gym and like or you um like jogging outside like I wear leggings all year round um to work out and it doesn't bother me but it's just like you know to wear shorts I'm like all right I know because even me wearing leggings like literally it was last month I was coming from the gym and I was walking downtown I was walking to the market and some man said something to me because um you could see my butt because I had like a shorter jacket on and he said something to me and I flipped out and I was by myself and I just was like are you serious like
0: I can't even wear leggings in peace Exactly. And think about that every single day. Like every time you go to walk your dog, like there's this idea that like if you uh, wear, you know, booty shorts and a bikini top every day that you'll get attention. Let's talk about basic ass leggings and a jacket, right? That's a normal outfit. You should not be feeling like you are doing something to the public just by walking down the street in loungewear, because that's what it is. It's no safe space. Like there are times where, like if you have big breasts, it don't matter how big the hoodie is, they're gonna show, right? If- so then you feel like you got it now, like, uh, like you've done something or you've been asking for attention when you go outside and people see that because for some reason they can't control themselves. And I just feel like when, Body positivity has become white women with one single role, white women with a really with with like I feel like it's superficial like uh flaws. Like flaws that can be like, oh, that's beautiful. Like if you have stretch marks in the right place, if you have a little subulite, if you have a little roll to the point where you're thick, I'm sorry. You're not gonna get the same um fucking Uh, hate or same treatment as like even Honey Boo Boo's mom. Like if we're just going from race to race, like, you know, if when when people show up with bodies like that that just are what they are, they're not necessarily like Coke bottle shaped, they don't get respect. And that's what the body positivity movement is supposed to be about. It's not supposed to even be about health. It's supposed to be uh, about wherever you are in life. In order for you to be a healthiest, you have to like yourself. So, like, health aside, I don't even care about health because you're not going to get somebody to be healthy by bullying them and making them feel like shit. It just has never happened and been sustainable. That's just just a fix. So it's like body, yeah, you have, even if you do decide to lose weight, get healthier, you got to like yourself ahead of time. So... (laughs) Body positivity was supposed to be for that, but right now it's a bunch of like uh, size six women, white women, trying to get attention. And that's, I just can't, I hate when people are like, women who have bodies like this also have bodies like that. And it's just yeah, like, her. and
1: they're like pulling, they're like hurting themselves because they're like pulling
0: fat that's not even really there. They're you know like, what I don't like though? Just go, say if you like your body and you want to be confident, you don't feel like it's represented, just pose on the beach with a bikini on. That's all you got to do. Yeah, you don't like, have to it's really exercise. okay. Like, also,
1: you could get compliments being confident. Like, I feel like now people feel like you have to have something, um, quote unquote, wrong with you in order to get compliments or and, and for in order for it to feel validated like they're like oh i have to have some kind of you know some story i got yeah, ha- to have a stop story i have to have a story it has to be some kind of catch to like you know but it's that's not true it's just like just um, chill, bro. Like, that's how just I feel. Chill.
0: Like. Just chill. You don't have to write a paragraph oh, wow. about freedom just because you were a fucking two piece. Like, and you know, I do understand that, like, in certain communities, especially it seems to be, I don't know, amongst white women, that like fat shaming is rampant. Like, you just, all you got to do is not look like, you know, a model and then you fat. So maybe that's what they're leading with. But, like, on a grand scheme of things, body positivity just means something different to like black and brown people. Like, it means something. Something different. Like I get so nervous when I'm in interviews. And it doesn't matter who I'm interviewing with, a man or a woman, sometimes it's even, in my opinion, harder to interview amongst women because if women again, like the L thing from legally blind, this is my experience. Sometimes if they think you're doing too much or you're too sexy or something, they won't even like you. Child, they don't even
1: want to. No. I, I interview at anthropology. First of all, I had no business being there. But <laughs> I um needed a job. Uh, I mean, I wanted a new job. Yeah, anyway. do what you gotta do. Exactly. So I was at anthropology, and at the time, I had lime green nails, um, that were like still. I had lime green stiletto nails, and when I tell y'all the interview, she was like this blonde white girl, um, very preppy. She could not stop looking at my nails, like she could mm. not stop looking at my nails, and I knew. I already knew I was going to get the job from that.
0: Yeah, and see, you guys sit there uncomfortable while somebody can't even control their fucking eyes. It's like, listen, girl, I understand. You got 17 pairs of culottes, but that does not mean you get to come here and make me feel uncomfortable. <laughs> also, like, to remember that story about that time you were with your ex and that one lady was, like, shaming you pretty much? Was it, like, in a supermarket?
1: Oh, my gosh, wait,
0: I forgot about that. What
1: happened?
0: Like, she was, like, looking at you funny, and I think she said something to your ex about you. <laughs> <laughs> Is that what happened?
1: I don't remember, Iman. Bro, pro- like,
0: I probably blinked it out. But in short, like, I do remember this happening. Like, she fat shame, not fat shamed, she body shamed you for, like, having a big butt and being outside with, like, a guy. But she was being nice to him. It was like you were the one who were doing something. So that's oh, just another example of how, yeah, like, women... Yeah,
1: yeah, exactly. Like, people always do that to me. Um. Yeah, if like I really am not like I really feel like I'm like the least like like I I I'm so used to being goofy. I feel like I don't ooze like ooze oh, being sexual, but like people just see how I look and they just get so mad. Um, Yeah,
0: they get angry and no. That's so crazy.
1: I really don't remember that happening, but I probably blanked it out because it just. Yeah, I remember you was
0: telling me some shit. I probably got the story chopped and screwed. That's probably not helping you, but it was (laughs) in essence that's what happened, and that's what I mean about how like it's hard to dress for like job interviews, and it's hard to like you know come into new spaces and be like, okay, cool. And that's why, in conclusion, you can't give a fuck, right? Because Mm -hmm. it's like at the end of the day. Um, I'm, I used to see like certain people at my job walk around with yoga pants and stuff like that and be able to get away with it because they were petite, they were thin, they were all these things. And I knew because like I got a little bit more going on, if I showed up like that, it's going to be a problem. I would see people walk around because they're 5'2 with like these really short skirts like above their knee. Like these are p- supposed to be professional settings or these super cut v-necks and scoop neck shirts. I can't do that because I was busty. It got to a point where I'm like, listen, everybody need to grow the fuck up because I'm not going to be sitting up here looking like uh the human box, you know, <laughs> dressed <all, laughs> dressing all these boxy ass clothes to get y'all to feel comfortable. No, I don't real. give a shit about y'all. Y'all definitely don't care about my comfort because of y'all rudeness. So exactly. it's like, you know, why my- would I care?
1: And I've said this before. I've turned I feel like I've told this story time and time again. We'll hear how in high school, when everybody started wearing leggings, I was the only person that people was uh,
0: like grown ups was like, um, yeah, you need to wear a longer shirt. Yeah, like, and that's what I mean from childhood. Like I used to hear stuff like that, you know, even like nobody necessarily made comments like that about me, because I didn't have like a, you know, I wasn't super curvy in high school, but I have had people like I'd be having a full conversation and adult would be like, do this. And they'd be like, pull your shirt up, like your v-neck shirt. And I'm like, huh? Like, apparently I was oh gosh, thinking Oh my God I that? hate that. I'm like, do this, do this. And they'll like, pull, like, cover yourself. And I'm like, huh? I hate we sit that. up here talking about chocolate chip cookies. You know, I just, and it puts you in a position to be like, whoa, it kind of robs you of your innocence because you now know, like, I got to be aware of how my body makes other people uncomfortable. This is in high school. And then I would go to the mall and I would see like these white girls walking around with like these coochie cutter shorts on. Yes. And they they would always be with got
1: the littlest shorts. Short, on.
0: Little shorts. Um, And then I would see like their dads walking with them and their moms walking with them. So it's not like they wear these outfits not with their parents or sometimes their parents will buy the outfits. And I'm, I'm just like, damn, like it's such a like difference and like just how they can show their body versus how we can show ours. Like black girls really do get sexualized way too young. And that even impacts your relationship with like things like the beach. There are a lot of grown women who are not comfortable in, in swimsuits. That's across the board. Swimsuits are uncomfortable thing, but pair that with people making you think every inch of your body is seducing people and offending people and making everyone uncomfortable. It becomes hard to go on a beach and really not wonder like, what's everyone thinking? I still do it anyway. And also I always say to myself, people can think whatever they want about me, but at the end of it, they're going to be like, but she looked good because that's the truth. So it's like, I don't, I don't really care what you think because at the end of the day, the truth is that I look fantastic. So I'm just like, I I can't live my life like that. But it's, it doesn't matter, you know, how I got here. I still had to go through a journey because irresponsible adults made me feel uncomfortable.
1: Exactly. And people fell to... um Fail to speak about that in a body positive moment. Mood, I said body positive movement, <laughs> but um, in a body positive movement because they think it's all like, oh, it's all about being fat or it's all about being skinny. It's like so many levels, especially like when you are a black woman. There is so many levels to everything that you do. There's everything so that levels. you do.
0: And I was actually reading Cicely Tyson's, um, or listening to her audi- audio book, and she's speaking about when she was trying to be casted as Sounder, uh, the mo- the mother on Sa- and, and Sounder, and she was saying how like when she first went out for the role, they told her sh- she was too sexy, and she was saying it's just this belief back then that black women were just seen as too sexy. That's why the only roles they can get back then was, you know, for in like those black pl- black exploitation films. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, I'm not gonna lie. Like, I definitely do like some of those movies and stuff like that. But if it wasn't like Foxy, you know, it was a little bit harder for women to get those same roles that like Audrey Hepburn was getting. Like, you know, those really wholesome classic. And I'm just like, damn. So the what we're feeling now is really the raft of sexualization of Black women for centuries, like for some time now. Just no matter what we do, everything we do is just sexy, sexual, and just so nasty and, and just suspicious and private. And no, this is why... I really do love people like Lizzo and Megan Thee Stallion because there's nothing you can tell them about their sexuality. And they are, their bodies represent everything that should be, quote, that would typically make people uncomfortable because they're so thick and so busty and just so, like, I don't care. I'm going to wear this, like, triangle string bikini. I'm going to wear it. And I also, like, you know, understand that there are still some issues within our own community with stuff like that. Like there's still like, like thinner black women who feel like they never get seen as women because they aren't quote unquote thick. So it's still like, you know, tit for tat in that space. But I think we're just coming, getting to a point where people just going to stop giving a fuck and nobody's going to be able to control anyone's feelings about their body. Mm Mm-hmm. So um oh one more thing. Please don't call people brave when they are' uh, wear yes. bikinis. Like <laughs>
1: oh my gosh, it is so <laughs> degrading. That is so degrading. Because like when some like if you stand up for yourself, like you say you in an argument, whatever you stand, people are like you are so brave. So that means like when you say somebody just like you know, not hating their body, when you say they're not being brave, it's just like you're saying like, oh, you shouldn't, you should, but you're not.
0: Like, what? Yeah, or being brave is just an automatic assumption that there I think negatively about my body. And here's, that's what we're not going to do. You can take your self-conscious ass somewhere else. Don't go, don't assume everyone has the same thoughts and feelings about weight and it's just people who are that self-conscious are really hard to convince that not everyone feels like you do about not being thin not everyone feels that way you know not everyone some of us are actually sold on being happy with who we are and people like that be like you're so brave and you're so this it's just like whoa like this gives me a whole the whole shebang about what you think about me. (laughs) Like, just to tell me from the beginning that you believe that I should be covered and it's brave of me to go against society's expectations. Like, I wasn't even thinking about that shit until you said it. It's not brave for anyone to wear a bikini. It's just not. I'm sorry. It's a natural, God-given body. Um, And I guess, like, something that we should leave with is what we have been doing personally to um, combat, like the negativity and the hypersexualization, and everything else that, come, sorry, that comes I'm with laughing the body weight. Yeah, I'm just looking at what you sent me. I shouldn't have looked at that. I'm so yeah. sorry. <laughs> <laughs> My bad. Anyway, <laughs> you. Yes. So what are we doing to combat um, all the negativity about our bodies, especially as black women? Um, for me, I'm just, I'm just rolling
1: with the punches. <laughs> uh-huh. Fair. That's fair enough. <laughs> That's how I feel. I'm just really rolling with the punches. And I'm right now I'm trying to like talk myself into wearing crop tops.
0: Yeah. And I I do appreciate your transparency all the time about like being like, I hear you, but I'm not there. You know what I mean? Like I really do appreciate you saying this. Sometimes like I'm just not comfortable with this or that. And even though I peer pressure you, I do understand that being (laughs) thick is not a license to have to want to be sexy. It's just not. I just feel like um, I enjoy it personally when you, you know, step out and get busty. And I know you enjoy it, too. Like that's still your style, but there's still some unpacking. Like you're transparent about like, oh, it's still some unpacking for me to do.
1: Yeah, definitely is, because I'm like, there's so many things that I just didn't, especially like when I'm I i I'm still a bit mad at myself, but how I treated myself when I lost 60 pounds and I acted like I, I did nothing, that is very unnatural. Yeah, bro, that
0: was a lot. But you know what? Now you're never going to take that shit for granted. You're going to be like, I'm never, never. going to do that again. never. I feel the same way. I definitely kept thinking about, and that's just a lesson on stop focusing on like the finish line and just be a little present. Like, so I tried to do that now because of that lesson, but it's just like, bro, that's a bad When I really think, think about it. Um, Mm. but I've been doing to combat it is just keep in mind that everyone has the body, you know, it's just like, it's, it's natural. It's immature to make people feel bad or weird for having a body, um, we 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 literally all have different things. We all have different feelings about those things. But at the end of the day, when you see somebody like left or right butt cheek, it just shouldn't be a surprise. You know what I mean? <laughs> it just really shouldn't be a surprise. Like there are certain things that are just known to be part of your body. When you see cellulite and stuff like that, I just am trying to remain human and detach from the internet because I'm just like you know a lot of shit that we do these days don't make no sense so just because it's like you know the the public is consuming a certain type of body image or they're consuming like a bunch of photoshop they're consuming that doesn't mean that that's what i'm supposed to be that just means what people like it's okay to just be yourself and not be what people like like that's what i think like i'm never forget like janelle monet told someone i'm not on earth for male consumption i just want to say i'm not on earth for anyone's consumption like god did not put me here for any of us here to be like oh look how to be admired i think social Mm -hmm. media makes the goal to be like how can i get as many you know fans and compliments, like I'm not worthy if people don't like that. So I just try to keep it basic and just be like, you know what, my body is working for me right now in in the ways I need it to, so I'm gonna be kind to it. I actually saw Khloe Kardashian write a four page letter, literally like about how this unflattering picture was fucking with her mental health. And here's my thing. The picture was definitely not that bad. She was doing through all these different. She was doing everything possible to remove the picture because she didn't like how it looked. And to me, that's sick. You know what I mean? It's sick to have that. Relationship and it's crazy because her
1: sister, her and her sister, set this body standard.
0: But the thing, it did look crazy, you know, because it wasn't touched up. It was, like, a lot of, like, uh, cellulite and stuff all over her body. But at the end of the day, girl, like, that was a moment for you to get real with people. But instead, you're like, hey, guys, can you please stop sharing that picture of me? It's not even real. It's not, first of all, yes, it is. <laughs> An unflattering picture is very telling. Um, it, You know, yeah, you see the worst, but it's still there. It's still present. But instead of you saying, like, yeah, y'all, like, I have had, like, a child. And even though I have surgery, that yeah. is still not. it could have been a moment of transparency. But even these people who set the standards are, are sick, you know, what I mean, they don't have any relationship with what their purpose is outside of how they're consumed. So I'm, I don't want to ever be that superficial. I don't ever want my worth to be tied on how I look like that. That's not that's not what I want. And women, we, we unfortunately, I feel like a lot of times it's us. We we are worth this tie today. Yeah. So. I agree. So, you know, guys, think of some ways you can combat um, all the negativity out there. Stay body positive and follow people with your body type. That's the best thing you can do. That also changes that help, a lot. That helped me a lot. Yeah, don't be following everybody who, A, are, like somebody was saying, committed to their health. Because, like, let's just be honest, most of us are not training for marathons. We're not Serena Williams. We're not going to be in the gym every day, every day, eating, like, keto diets. Like, hmm. that's not going to be most of us. But uh, and most of us are not getting certain. Up. Now, some of us are, and that's fine, but most of us aren't. So you can't look at people who have had, like, things done to get their stomach flat and then go, well, damn. No, literally look at t- Tabria Major, <laughs> right, if you're thick. Literally look at different people with your body type, no matter what it is, and I promise, like, I just, you'll feel better. I feel so much better. It's so
1: true, because I feel so much better
0: and let us know if you'd like some suggestions, like we can write on our Twitter of some like, you know, influencers with bodies that because Sabrina and I would like, although like I'm tall and she's like, I was going to say you're short, but I know you're sensitive, like she's a, a <laughs> pony. I'm a stallion and she a pony, right? We still like kind of identify with some of the same like body types, you know, when it comes to like Kirby and true. all those things. So, well, maybe we can just compile a list or something. but yeah, That would guys, be fun. That would be fun. That would be really fun. That's it, guys. That's it for this week's show. Um, it's time for some gratitude. Anything that you want to give a shout out to? Um, I can start if you need. HBO to, you. Max for putting the nanny on. <laughs> yes, you've been in love with the nanny. Oh, well, what have guess that the girl is.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> I want to give a uh, shout out to um, Smart Pop, the white cheddar popcorn. <laughs> Yo, that joint goes so as hell. That joint goes I, stupid. I feel, I feel it goes nasty stupid every cause time. Cause I ate a whole bag.
1: As like you should. The
0: big bag. You probably ate the whole bag, and it was probably three hundred calories. Because but the thing is, are so light in calories. here's the thing.
1: I always, whenever I feel bad, I always think about what Sweet Potato Soul said, and she said, "We are vegan, and we need to eat more."
0: Period. That's the truth. That's the truth. I'm gonna get that tattoo because I really I eat a lot, but I sh- I also don't feel bad about it because I get hungry a lot. So because I
1: never used to eat like this, I love it. I love how I eat, and, how and they... that's how y'all mess up when y'all go vegan because y'all try to eat like how you did when you, you... can't eat like like that. I eat a whole head of broccoli.
0: Girl, and I ain't even going to lie, like I will be eating a bit and a half sometimes. Like I can literally stand over the stove and eat. Y'all seeing me on Instagram live, bite into that sweet potato hole. Like I love that. I love that it I just also, eat as much as I want.
1: Period. Also, like I can eat like a whole, like if you get a bag of, what's it called? A bag of um, spinach and eat that whole bag. Oh yeah, just me.
0: definitely be eating whole sweet potatoes by myself. I eat whole heads of cauliflower. I eat whole, whole squash, pizza. <laughs> whole squat, whole pizza, whole dozen of donuts. I know I can't eat a dozen donuts, but I no. can eat two yeah, or three. Something sweet, I just can't. Yeah, I just but with the with the vegetables, you gotta go overboard. Like I love that yeah. you just get to move through so many different food because I like to taste stuff too. Yeah, also. <clears throat>
1: I was going to say, for dinner last night, all I had was rice and um, a head of broccoli, and I was fine.
0: Yeah, I had a head of broccoli, and I had um, red potatoes with peppers, onions, and garlic. That was really good. It was like red potatoes. Mm. But I also want to give a shout-out to this yogurt, the vegan yogurt by YoPlay. It's called OI, and it comes in this great glass jar that can be used oh, I've for things. Oh, i seen it. Is it good? It's adorable. It's cute. It's, it's delicious. Cute. It I'm, I'm eating it as an ice cream replacement. So if you're a vegan and you're looking for a yogurt with like a lot of protein and probiotic, this ain't going to be that. Like you still should keep the Kite Hill on deck and like all those other, you know, really, really like healthy yogurts. But this is more like a really good coconut whipped treat it's so good and the ingredients are so simple on the back it's not like twelve thousand ingredients i'm shocked Your Play did the damn thing when it came to this uh yogurt so i get those and i eat those in replacement of like ice ice cream or something like that especially now that it's getting warmer mm-hmm. so guys give it a shot if you can like i would and you can buy it the only thing i don't like you have to buy them individually and they're like a dollar something a pop so yeah. if and you they want you. a lot yeah and i pfft, they're so good. I definitely buy like four or five at a time. And I'm like, all right, five, six, seven dollars for yogurt. But it's just worth it to me. They're so good. So give it a try. Anyway, you'll play sponsor us because we. <laughs> come on. I love yogurt too. I'm about to eat some HBO. Ew, you said I love yogurt too. Where is this shit? Okay, y'all, but we love you. Oh, wait, I guess I should give y'all the socials. So, if you don't follow (laughs) us already, follow us on Instagram at Black Girl Brunch. Follow us on Twitter at BLK Girl Brunch. You can follow me on Instagram at Iman Matei. You can follow me on Twitter at It's Matei. And Sabria. Um,
1: You can follow me at Frankenfem underscore on Twitter and It's Frankenfem on Instagram. And Vegan Bread Style... Um, for food things also if you like my makeup and you really like my eyeliner um, go to brianbeauty.com get that taboo liner use my code frankenfem for 15% off you can use it on anything on the website also but you know (laughs) do that cold you know get your eyeliner it's a very great eyeliner you know that's
0: one period. Support my girl. Get the eyeliner. I also have some and I love it. So, shouts to the team for making that eyeliner. You guys, make sure you leave us some reviews. Follow, send us emails at blackgirlbrunchgmail.com at for questions. And we're going to see y'all next week. We love it. Bye. Peace.